Blog Talk Radio. For Your Health program is brought to you by Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. We're here to put the power of good health back into the people's hands. Our home party business brings the skills of cooking healthy meals back into our home. Come, learn firsthand with family and friends the nature of how to go back to canning, fermenting, milling fresh grain into flour to make mm, homemade bread and so much more. We're here to remind the previous generation and to teach the new generation how to use the tools of yesterday and today to make food our medicine. Go to our website and sign up to host a home party, Zoom party, Facebook party, and get a free host gift valued from $20 to $75. Help your family and friends become a part of the real food movement to better health. Join us at www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday.com. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to For Your Health Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Marsha Patterson. And today is September the 6th of 2020. We are really going through the year of 2020. Um, it's been a very rough, rugged year financially, emotionally, and spiritually for us as a nation and for others across the world. Uh, I want to take time to say happy birthday. Today is my granddaughter's birthday, Zariah. She is two years old. Happy birthday. And for all those who celebrate the month of September, I've got quite a few uh, family members in the month of September. My sister Patricia, she celebrated her birthday September the 3rd. So we went to Chicago and kind of partied with her a little bit. And then I have my other grandson. His birthday is September 25th. Then my granddaughter is 28th. And then my nephew is the 28, uh, 26th, I think. So we just have a whole month of people celebrating the month of September for their birthday. So I just want to wish everyone um, a happy birthday, and i got to figure out how to get this uh, commercial stuff. All right, we've got this going on here. Just bear with me here. I'm having some technical difficulties, but um, I just want to wish everyone a happy um, Sunday. One of the other we just meet tonight, well, um, my co-host will be on a little bit later to um, share some things about um, yesterday's kitchen for the day. As you came on, we heard, um, I'm sorry, um, we heard a little bit about the commercial, so we're just going to bring some information on um, about yesterday's kitchen for today and it's um, what we're trying to do as a business. You know, um, I've had to pause watching the evening news every day because it grieves me with the um, the trauma that's going on, um, the emotional trauma that's going on with our nation, um, with our police officers who are sworn to um, protect and serve us and seeing so many people dying at their hands in our community. And then not only that, the shooting and carrying on that we're going on in our own community that we inflict upon our own community. But tonight I want to really talk about yesterday's kitchen for the day 
how I start the business and how we're taking the business to a new level and want to know if you, you know, making it sure that you be a part of this. And not only that, um, I want people to know that me personally, I've been just kind of grieving in my spirit thinking that some um, trials and challenges that we never faced uh, in our lifetime. And we can see some of the things that we're facing through a um, political as well as economic situation that COVID-19 has brought upon us. And I want to encourage many people to take the time to stop watching reality TV shows. I know sometimes it takes us away from the drama and other things to kind of put our minds at ease. But I truly believe we need to put our minds and our hearts and soul into learning how to be self-sufficient, how to take care of ourselves, and how to feed our children. And not only that, teach our children to feed their kids and give them the skills that our grandparents and great-grandparents gave their children. And I truly believe we have not done our children any justice by not teaching them some of these skills. Um, You've seen some of the looting and things that were going on in our community and outside the community where people were upset with the the killing of many innocent young men, uh, especially African-American black men, uh, at the hands of police and people looting and rioting, and that's not the answer. And I know all of us. That's uh, even my listening audience, even the ones that's doing it, know that's not the answer. Uh, I know people are looking for jobs. They're losing jobs. We have stores that are closing in record number. Um, COVID-19 has shut down small businesses. A lot of little businesses and restaurants will not be able to open up again uh, because of COVID-19 and the loss of money they've lost um, from now. Um, Homeschooling. So many of our shows previously tried to address these issues um, about the health and how we can take care of our health, and I truly believe that's so important. And CDC, the health department, and our government is telling us to wear the mask, wash your hands. But as you've been listening to any of my previous shows and talk shows with my guests and even myself, I truly believe it goes way deeper, and that's an internal battle and that is the battle with our immune systems because we're eating so many foods that's been uh, injected with antibiotics and we're eating so many processed foods that our own immune system cannot defend us. And I've had plenty of doctors on my show previously, uh, and we talked about the coronavirus, and I truly believe what they're saying, coronavirus is the flu on steroids, and that means we have to do our best um, how we feed our body and what we put in our body so our body can defend itself. And one of the things about this show is introducing food. That can be our medicine because our ancestors and our um, grandparents, they grew, grew their own food. They knew how to make food their medicine. My mother come from a family of 15, was actually 18, but uh, three of them died at birth or two died at birth because they were Except twins, and the third one didn't make it uh, past uh, infant stage. But fifteen grand, I have fifteen siblings, and my grandparents didn't have money to keep running people to the doctor. You know, the kids' doctor, and they weren't sick like we were sick today. Like a lot of the children are sick today. But my grandfather knew how to go into the field, pick certain herbs and barks and uh, roots and stuff to make 
medicine for their children or to make them feel better. And many of us, um, many of my listening audience probably can share some stories about their own family members and how or their grandmother um, had that knowledge. And we lost a lot of that because we've become so sophisticated. Many of us left the, the country and went into the cities and got the city jobs and start eating many of the processed food. And one of the processed food that's become more dangerous to us is the white bread. White bread, white flour, white sugar, all been bleached, and this chemical has affected our our health and diabetes and other health issues have climbed. Obesity has climbed because we're eating so much processed food. So please take time to go back and listen to some of my previous blog talk shows because we had great doctors coming on, sharing with them their story, their testimony on how they use food, vegetables, um, vitamins, nutrients to make their lives better. And even just a simple thing, drinking water, because many Americans don't like to drink water, and how we need this and how this can be so beneficial to our health. So I started yesterday's kitchen for today about 14 years ago and wanted to be that grandma of yesterday to pull in the next generation to share with them the skills and the knowledge of how to prepare and take care of themselves. We have seen the long lines uh, with people in need of food. We've seen the long lines at Costco's and other grocery stores, people purchasing and buying food in bulk. And my daughter and I noticed when they were purchasing these foods, they're purchasing processed foods, food that does not make your immune system strong but weakens your immune system. So we want to encourage families and teach families what that's like. And that's why yesterday's kitchen for today is here. With yesterday's kitchen for today, we have several different classes that we offer to educate people about their food and how it can be beneficial. Now, I've been on this journey for several years now, and I can't tell you, COVID-19 has people purchasing things in large bulk Things that I normally try to sell, um, I'm having a hard time getting a hold of because the uh, distributors are sold out because people are wakening up. And I think it's great, too, because especially for the African-American community, I'm finding a lot of them are now interested in owning farms, growing their own food, learning how to can, and that is great. Um, when I try to share this with a lot of young people, they weren't interested. Now I have a lot, a lot of young people telling me, okay, I think I want to grow my own food. I know this processed food is affecting me and my children. And this food affects our academically. It even calls you to have a criminal mindset. It can have you have a mental mindset or making you depressed, you know, and we're not getting out. So we're stuck in the house, not getting the vitamin D through the sun, and we're not getting it through the healthy food through our um, vitamins through our food because we're eating a lot of processed food. So you got a lot of people who are in their homes depressed, angry, uh, agitated, uh, short fused, people blowing off at each other in a heartbeat. I really feel bad for the kids, and we talked about this on a previous show that. Parents may be snapping off and losing their temper with these children, and they have no outlet because there's no school, no YMCA, no sports activity 
for these kids to be able to um, get some of this pressure off of them as well as having the parents not have them under them all the time and have the pressure building up on the parents. So it's important to me to bring yesterday's kitchen for today to everyday people. Now, this is how we decided we want to do it. We want to do it in parties. We want to be able to invite people to become consultants with Yesterday's Kitchen for Today, where you earn an income hosting various parties after you've been trained on the various foods and equipment and products that we can do and have to store food away long-term, short-term, and how to make food our medicine. I don't know who's going to win this next election, but I truly believe that COVID-19, the imprint it has made on us as a nation, uh, globally, economically, spiritually, will be left for a long time. And I truly believe we need to be able to go down back to the basics of growing and making homemade bread, making homemade butter, canning, fermenting, food that is going to build up your immune system. So we have different hosting parties uh, that we can host parties, and we're going to be hosting some Zoom parties on the um, Facebook, uh, inviting people. So uh, you'll check out my website. We'll have some invitations where we'll be sending out invitations as to when we're going to be having Zoom parties. So check out our website, and that's Yesterday's Kitchen. With an S, with the uh, yesterday's with an S kitchen the number four today dot com. So go in. We have some sign up. Um, you can get some free information, and we'll be leading up to our um, webinar party. And that is so important for me to be able to come into your home through zooming or webinars and educate you on what I know. Now, if you're interested in canning, like your grandmother did or your great grandparents did, and said, you know what? I always want to learn how to can. Yesterday's Kitchen for Today is going to be here to show you. We have uh, we're put, we have a digital catalog we're putting together where we'll be showing people how to can. We'll educate you in the benefit of canning, uh, storing food long-term, short-term, how to make jelly, how to make pickles, um, canning different fruits and vegetables. So we want to be able to buy these fruits and vegetables in season, Better yet, it educates you on um, growing your own food. And I want to encourage people now to start buying your seeds for next year. And let me tell you why. With COVID-19 that's in place with the stay-at-home order, um, the distancing at six people, even in warehouse and facility, it's hard to find seeds. Uh, you can probably find hybrid seeds and non-GMO um, GMO seeds. I'm sorry, GMO seeds, but they're seeds. We want you to purchase our heirloom seeds, and we want you to purchase non-GMO seeds. And it's important for families who say, well, you know, I can't be afford to buy a lot of things, but seeds are very inexpensive. You can buy a package of seeds for maybe $2, $3. Um, the most I've ever seen is for 5 or $6 for a pack of seeds, depending on what you're growing. And if you can't, if you're not planning to use those seeds or plant a garden, save them anyway. You may not have to use them. Your children may have to use them. We have to think beyond tomorrow, today, and think about tomorrow. Our ancestors knew they had to plant a harvest. 
tend that harvest, I mean, tend those seeds and then watch that harvest grow. And they have to pick that harvest because they couldn't waste their food. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to eat for the winter. And once they harvest that food, you have the mothers, the families coming together, picking the beans, canning, freezing, putting food away for the winter or putting in uh, root cellars. People put them in root cellars. And believe it or not, those are going coming back. People are going back to doing that. People are looking for land to say, I need to grow my own food, have my own solar power generator, have my own water. I've met so many preppers on this journey with Yesterday's Kitchen for today that's educate me in such a way. One of my first customers that used to purchase from me used to tell me, he said, Marcia, you know what? You need to educate your people about being prepared. I got offended a little bit, but I understood what he was coming from because he was a prepper. And with that, I started learning how to put food together, things together that we need to have in case there's no electricity, um, in case you don't have heat, how to put food away that you can easily warm up and eat, um, bandages, peroxide, uh, having healthy things, a first aid kit, flashlight, um, having things in place. And, you know, people who live in areas where they're used to tornadoes, hurricanes, any disaster stuff's constantly coming their way, they're prepared. I'm telling you, we have a storm preparing, and that's an economic storm, and that's going to leave people hungry. And we have to be proactive, not reactive. And I'm trying to educate us on being proactive, and that is going back to teaching the basic skills that our ancestors taught their children. First, I want to share with you please purchase you some heirloom seeds. Um, I was at bakerscreekseedcompany.com, and all you can see is sold out, sold out. They sell seeds in bulk, $1,500, a small package is like $48. And they had some that's like $395 for seeds that's, um, where people can purchase stuff in the northern area, if you're in the northern area, for seeds and fresh foods that grow there and in the southern area. Everything was sold out. COVID-19 has a a big impact on that, but the demand is up. The demand for these things that I've been sharing with people for years, I've been on this journey for 14 years, 14, educating families to say, we need to be prepared, 14 years. And, you know, I truly believe this is prophetic. This is the Bible prophetic. Joseph interpreted the dream of the king. They had seven good years and seven bad years. And for seven years, he pulled in the good harvest, and then they had seven bad years. That's 14 together. We have some years coming. It's been 14 years, and I've been singing a song for 14 years. We need to be prepared. We need to have grain, um, um, flour, uh, salt, knowing how to beans, stored away putting food away, being prepared to know how to feed our families and take care of themselves. And canning is one of them. But first of all, before you can can anything, you have to have the fruits and vegetables and growing it from the farmers. And we've seen on the news what was happening with the farmers. They could not get the food to the distribution facility because of COVID-19. They were dumping milk 
out of Wisconsin. The farmers were dumping the milk because they couldn't get it to the distribution facility. They were plowing over their fruits and vegetables because they couldn't get it to the distribution. They couldn't get the animals to the slaughtering places because of distribution and COVID-19. Please wake up. God said, I will not see the righteous forsaking or begging bread. A man that does not work doesn't eat. A man that does not take care of his children, the Bible says, lower than an infidel. Be aware of what the season is and the time is. I truly believe everything that's happening is ordained. I truly believe we in the United States have been very disobedient as a people, as a nation, not just to God, but even to one another. We're not being respectful. We don't look out to take care of our brothers and sisters, our neighbors. We can walk right over someone knowing they are in need. That is not a nation or people that represent Almighty God or the Heavenly Father. So yesterday's Kitchen for the Day, want to bring the simple, basic things back to our families to know how to care for themselves. Canning. So we have equipment uh, with the canning showing you how to can yesterday's way with the all-American canners that we sell, and then we have the electric canners. But guess what? They're sold out. It's hard to get these canners, especially the ones that are more the modern ones where it allows you to do make quick canning very fast. So getting some of these things has been um, stressful for me. And not only that, I think I'm stressing out because so many people don't get it. We think it's business as usual, and it's not. I've had preppers on this show. I've had Mr. Robert out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, who's had the the bass fishing club for young kids. Because our kids don't have the skills of going back to nature to feed themselves. My dad grew up in Louisiana. He was a hunter. He hunts for rabbits and squirrels. Ask me, do I eat rabbit and squirrel today? No. But they did, and they knew how to feed their families. Um, my grandparents on my mom's side, they fished a lot. They loved to fish. People fished. They took their kids fishing. And what I liked about Robert, he was on the show talking about the bass uh, fishing club, is that they were teaching our kids how to do this. And that's my goal and my dream for yesterday's kitchen for today is to take our children in the central cities uh, throughout America, teach them back, give them back these skills that our grandparents and great-grandparents gave their children. I took my daycare children fishing with me uh, in Sweetwater State Park in uh, Lucas Spring, Georgia. Uh, State Representative Roger Bruce in that area always host a family, we used to call it fishing club, a fishing event, but I think it's called Family Funds, and he does, he was doing it once a year, State Representative Roger Bruce, and I love going there and seeing these men taking time to show these kids how to uh, bait a hook, how to cast your line, and teaching these kids how to fish. Now, needless to say, the babies that I brought with me were scared of those worms, and they were scared of the fish. Kind of grieved me because most of our kids weren't good at it. They were scared of it. They didn't want to do it. And then I'm watching the other kids who uh, are of the race, Caucasian, they used to go and fishing with their families and friends. And that used to be a skill 
many of them did, and still quite a few people who do that with their children. And I applaud Robert Emmon with the Bass Fishing Club because they have taught so many young kids how to fish, and some of them have become very good in that they're competition fishing, earning over $100,000 a year in income, and that it's a sport. And people, and I remember uh, as a kid on Saturday morning, they used to show this fishing bass uh, show on Saturday mornings. The guys really, and I'm, I just probably just age myself, but I don't think it comes on anymore unless it's on a special channel. But this is important to me as a mom and a grandma, is to reach our kids who are walking the street eating these uh, what, hot Cheetos, Fritos. That stuff is not healthy. It's affecting you academically and your health. We have so many young people on high blood pressure medication, obese. We're eating food that's not feeding our body to be healthy. So yesterday's kitchen for the day, when you come to be a consultant, we educate you about the food, how to prepare it, the equipment, and the how and the timing of making this food for canning. canning. So we have a whole bunch of them. Canning is it, you know, that's what our ancestors did. That's what they used to put the food away. That's how they was able to feed their kids throughout the winter when they would can and put food in jars. And we want to teach the kids to do that again and how to fish, how to grow your own food. So I'm encouraging you again. There's seasavers.com that you can go to. Uh, there's many different seed companies out there selling seeds, and I'm encouraging people to get your seeds. So if you're thinking about doing a garden, please get your seeds. And if you're not going to do it right away, still buy your seeds. Monsanto, Sargento, United States government, Bill and Melinda Gates, and the Rockefeller Foundation helped sponsor the seed bank uh, bank in uh, Norway. It's called the Doomsday Vault. And what they have done throughout the years, it opened February of 2005. And that seed bank is in the Arctic Glacier Mountains. The world has been utilizing this bank where they're going through their country collecting heirloom seeds and banking their seeds in event that there's a nuclear war or they have some type of catastrophe that they can repopulate the world back with food. I don't want the government holding no seeds for me. Sorry. That's my my take on it. So I'm encouraging you to hold your own seeds. And the seeds that they're banking and putting away are heirloom seeds. But they're populating the world with genetically modified seeds or GMO seeds. And those seeds, you only have a one-time harvest. So if you plant those type of seeds, you have to use their herbicide and pesticide, and you can't pull the seed from that produce to regrow another one. It won't reproduce. In Genesis 12, it says you need seed of the same kind. When I read Jeffrey Smith's book, Seed of Deception, I was so blown away. Jeffrey Smith is a renowned um, author, advocate on healthy seeds, um, blowing the whistle on Monsanto and genetically modified food and what it's been doing throughout the world. 
Africa, we got women in Africa in various villages that are saving their own seed and starting their own seed bank. The Indian reservations here, some many Indians are now going back to producing their own seeds and saving their heirloom seeds. Save your seeds and purchase your seeds if you can. And like I said, buy if you can't afford to buy a whole bulk at one time, because as I said, the seed packages only about two dollars or three dollars per package. If you're purchasing heirloom seeds, I mean heirloom fruits and vegetables at the market, and how you know you have heirloom seeds or um, organic fresh fruits and vegetables, if you look at your produce in the grocery store, if it has the number nine on it, it's organic. So you want to be able to save the seeds. I recently recently just purchased some cantaloupes. Cantaloupes were, you know, number nine. So I took the right, the, the middle part of the cantaloupe out, put it in a glass with some water, and let it sit overnight for a couple of days until it kind of like a little mold on top. And then I just rinsed it and let it dry out. And then sometimes you put you can put those seeds in your freezer in case there's any um, – bugs or anything attached to it to get make sure they die off. But you want to be able to save your seeds. So you don't have to purchase seeds. You can buy the fruits and the vegetables that are all organic and start saving it. I did a green pepper just yesterday. I had a number nine a organic green pepper. Took that green seeds out those green pepper, let them dry out a little bit and then put them in a little envelope and I, I uh, put the date on and where I got the seed from. And I put it away. So I have green pepper seeds. I have cantaloupe seeds. I save my avocado seeds. I save different seeds that I know are all natural, all organic. And that's what we want to encourage people to do. Now, so if you're going to grow your own fruits and vegetables, I'm encouraging you to purchase heirloom seeds. And also I'm going to encourage people to take time to watch a film who's interested in growing your own food and making sure you've got the best of the best to feed your family because it's coming out your soil, out of your soil with using your hands and you know just what's on it. It's to watch this film called Back to Eden Film to Eden, Garden of Eden Films, like filmlikeamovie.com. The guy name is Paul and 156 countries has adopted this concept. Um, what Paul does, he does. You don't need a plow. You don't need a. Uh, you don't plow your field. You do not uh, have to use herbicide and pesticide. And ninety-five percent of the time, you do not have to use. Um, you don't have to water your water. Um, water your um, plants. And each year, his stuff is coming in such abundance and such abundance and such abundance that he let people just take food off his land. And there's a back to Eden film um, Facebook page where other people have learned how to grow their own food, save their seeds, educate each other. This is a humanity journey to be feed and take care of one another and take care of yourself. So the information is not racism. It's not about me, you being African-American, you being Indian, you being black. It's a humanity thing. It's a thing from the heart, caring for your neighbors as well as caring for your families and First start at home and then take care of your neighbors and your families and your friends. That's what we're here about is to educate and train and teach the next generation because we want our kids to be self-sufficient, vibrant young people to be able to stand up, 
and take care of themselves and not have to stand in some line. And I'm not condoning anyone from doing what you have to do to feed your family. So if that line is your in the meantime, fine. But if you have any space, a backyard or anything, please think about doing the backyard gardening and watch that film, EdenFilm.com. So signing up as a consultant with yesterday's kitchen for today, if you decided you just want to do canning, your package may consist of canning. Package consist uh, a consultant package can run from $100 to $400, depending on what you want to teach others. And if you're perfectly healthy and, I mean, happy to be in the lane with just canning, stay there. And that's all you want to do is earn your income, teaching other people how to can. And in the back of each of our catalogs that we're going to be um, doing work with and educating people is our nutritional, um, giving you the vitamins, the nutrients, that we know that works, the, uh, um, the colostrum, vitamin, um, fermented cow liver oil, the probiotics, all of this that helps build your immune system to be healthy. So what are the other classes we offer is canning, fermenting. Fermenting is, oh, I'm so in love with fermenting. I, I just love fermenting. I, once I learn how to ferment, I don't can because canning, you do lose some nutrients and vitamins. But my business is yesterday's kitchen for today. We teach what it was done yesterday. Now we're going to teach what it was done today. But fermenting was even done even way before we start canning. And that our ancestors and our grandfathers and them did that years and years ago on canning. And that, I mean, fermenting, fermenting cabbage. Uh, I do fermenting a keeper. Water kefir, milk kefir, I ferment um, honey and garlic. And anyone have listened to me talk about my, in my previous blog, talk about fermenting. I'm in love with fermenting. The fermented cabbage tastes great. It's probiotic. It builds up the good bacteria in your body so your immune system can be strong. This COVID-19 attacks people with weak immune system. So, Food can be our medicine, and we can do this for pennies on a dollar. Build up our immune system and have this food right in our kitchen to help our bodies and help us to eat that we're not hungry. So doing a fermenting class is teaching families how to ferment the gadget, the equipment that goes with it. And like I said, um, in the back of each catalog, we teach you about the nutrients, the vitamins, and how it helps. Fermented food um, of the Western Price, and if you heard me talk with them, I've had Sally Fallon on my show. I've had Natasha Campbell McBride, who's written a Gap Diet book, and her child, uh, Natasha Campbell McBride's son, was diagnosed with autism at the age of two. And it was using fermented food, probiotics, cod liver oil, all these healthy foods that she was able to get her son back. And she's helped so many families who have health issues from autism to ADHD to bipolar schizophrenic with diet. I have seen people get their family members back and get the peace in their home and in, excuse me, internal peace from the children having or the adults having within themselves with diet. What I've learned from these ladies 
and you guys can check them out. They're internationally known, and they're really sharp women who have a desire for families to be healthy, desire for us to have healthy babies, healthy children that are smart and vibrant, and we have to do this by what we eat. Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden because of what they ate. We're now getting kicked out of our minds and our bodies by what we're putting in it. My grandmother, as I said before, if anyone heard me before, I said this granny lived to be 105. But she used to say in the morning when she got up, Lord, thank you for waking me up in my right mind. So many people do not have that right. So many people have a mental problem, emotional problem. If we go back, to the basic of eating because what's in the gut affects the brain. We want to be able to teach family by family, house by house, how to go back to eat these foods to survive, to be healthy, and to thrive. So many people do not have their jobs or health insurance. Food should be your medicine. We want to show you how food can be your medicine because it's very, very important for me to show that. How many can want to worry about paying a doctor bill or buying some medicine and let food be that medicine? And we want to show you by, and you know, with COVID-19 being in place, we're asking people, we're setting up to do this and asking people to do Zoom parties. Facebook party. We can host the party for you. I mean, we can do the demonstration for you. So if you host the party, they say, you know what, Miss Marcia, I want to get my cousin and my sister and them together because Granny used to can peaches, and we don't know how to can peaches, but we got Granny's recipe, and we want to know how to do some canning. We want to do this, and we can do this in a Zoom party setting, make it fun. And everyone's in their own kitchen, and we're all here learning how to do this. So canning, fermenting. You can host a canning party one day, one week. Hey, let's do a fermenting party the next week, showing people how we can make probiotics, build up our immune system by the food that we prepare in our kitchen and make it healthy. So that's our mission, and I think it's so important right now to do this and connect with people that we can share this with and learn how to. You're going to can a couple of beans, and you know Granny may be older or your mom may be older, can some from her. So she has some in her pantry, you have some in your pantry. We are a brother's keeper. We need to look out for each other. And for those who can't do it, we show them how to do it. We do it with them. So we want to bring families together because families came together to cook in the kitchen because, like I said, if they had that harvest, they plant those seeds, that fruits and vegetables came up, and if they didn't pick that harvest, they had a waste of food, and they was going to go hungry for the winter. I don't know what this winter is going to bring, because we hear that um, COVID-19 is going to be worse. It's going to have a second round. We're hearing stories where people are getting um, COVID-19 the second time. So I want to educate us on, okay, you can't work, you can't go out of the house. Let's show you how to have food, and let's prepare to have this food. So let's start putting in weight while it's in season. This is the harvest time is coming to an end. We're getting ready to come into winter. So, and actually we're coming into the sabbatical year. 
according to the Bible. You know, the Sabbath, you know, you're supposed to rest on the Sabbath. But guess what? The land's supposed to rest. The land's supposed to rest. And this September, I think tomorrow, September 7th, starts the sabbatical year where you're not supposed to plant or do anything for one whole year. It's coming up. This is the sabbatical year. And farmers and people who have land and growing their fruits and vegetables and stuff, supposed to let the widows and the elderly and the poor come glean off the land to take off the land without charging them. And that's how your land is going to be blessed. That's how you and your family are going to be blessed, by being obedient to what he has told us to do. And that's when you read, read the story about Ruth, Naomi and Ruth in the Bible. They were gleaning Boaz's land because they were poor. They couldn't afford it. And they were leaving extra for him or for them. So we need to leave some for the poor. And people are in need. And we don't want family stressing out, having mental, emotional, or um, suicide thoughts because they think there's no way. There is a way. He's provided that way, and we just have to go back to doing it that way. So I'm going to come right back. We are on the D-Hour Network. I'm your host, Marcia Patterson, and we'll be back. If I can get this begun. Okay, I don't know what just happened there, but we're going to try it one more time. I, You know, I don't know if Internet or what's going on, but it's been really kind of crazy today trying to get this stuff to work. But I'm not going to be moved. I'm just going to say, there we go. Oh, he feels your pain. He 
You're back with the Dion Network. I'm your host, Marcia Patterson, with For Your Health. And our conversation is about being prepared. Uh, yesterday's Kitchen for the Day wants to be that tool that takes the next generation into the kitchen to pass on that spoon of knowledge that our grandparents taught our children, our parents, and our great-grandparents taught their children. It's so important to me. And we talked about canning, fermenting. Uh, one thing about it, once you purchase your consulting package, you be educated on how to use the equipment, the benefit of food, how to use it, the nutritional value of the vitamins and the nutrients that we sell and why we sell it. Because how many times in the past have you bought vitamins and you don't finish taking them or you don't see no results from it? We bring you things like food and things that you're going to see results from memory problems, from arthritis. Food is our medicine, and we want to introduce to the next generation what that food looks like, how it prepares. So if you love to cook, you want to be the best cook or want to teach your children how to eat healthy, this is the journey we want to take together. So you can go to my website and sign up and there's the, um Sign up and say, send me an email and say, hey, I want to be a part of this journey. And earn an income because the percentage of you get from your party can be an income. We want to teach the next generation how to grain of wheat. White bread, white flour, white sugar has all been bleached. And we want to educate the next family on milling their own fresh wheat into flour, how to make fresh bread, fresh waffle, pasta, Storing grain. When I got into this, um, like I said, about 14 years ago, my youngest daughter kept getting warts on her finger. And I took her to the doctor. No, let me, let me back up. I went to the over-counter stuff first in the drugstore to get the warts off her finger. She's in middle school. She don't want some things growing on her finger. So we tried the over-the-counter. That didn't work. Took her to the doctor, got some medicine. That didn't work. Jason got loud with me, and I'm like, okay. To appease her, I said to her, oh, we're fighting this the wrong way. We need to fight this from the inside, not the out. Had no clue what I was talking about. Go in my bedroom, proceed to read my Bible, and I got this bin near my bed where we had collected sermons and tapes and stuff from all the different people you listen to. I decided to clean it at 10 o'clock at night, and I'm even questioning myself why I'm cleaning this at 10 o'clock at night. But in the process of me cleaning it, I found a cassette tape, and the cassette was by Sue Becker, Red Beckers, and they're out in Stock, Woodstock, Georgia. I don't know how it got cassette tape. Who gave me the cassette tape? But I was curious, and I popped it in the boombox. The first thing she says is, my daughter had warts on her fingers. And I'm like, uh-uh. So I'm listening to this, right? I'm blown away. I said, okay, Lord, you're showing me something. And she said, is I took my daughter to the doctor who practiced medicine the old way. The doctor told her to take the daughter off of white flour, white sugar, white rice, and increase her vitamin E. Okay, I can do that. But I'm still blown away that I had this urge to clean this bin and find this tape that's talking about war, and I just, in a few seconds, I just told my daughter, we're fighting this the wrong way. 
told my husband, okay, on your way home from work, stop at the health food store and bring some vitamin E. Where did he go? General Dollar. Okay. I said, all right, this is the inexpensive one. It's cheap. Take as many as you want. She did. Um, here in Atlanta, Georgia, there's a bakery called Highland Bakery where they mill their fresh wheat and they make loaves of bread. So I'm buying bread that's been milled and grained. Because I'm not big on bread. My husband and my daughter, youngest daughter was. They were my big bread eaters. They were the ones I was doing all the baking. And I did the white, the pound, I was the pound cake queen of my family. Oh, my pound cakes were delicious. My German chocolate cakes were delicious. Uh, my um, peach cobblers were delicious. And I'm using white flour, white sugar, and all the white stuff. When I stopped doing that, got all the white stuff out the house, start milling my own wheat. Within a week and a half, her warts were gone. But I noticed my husband's belly fat was gone because he had a little little something, something, something in the front, and that was gone. So I'm blown away. And I mentioned that book by Jeffrey Smith, Seed of Deception, and I had got that after I found out about the uh, the grain. And when I read that, I was so blown away about Seed of Deception. And I found a verse in my Bible from Jeremiah 2.21 when God said, I have given Israel, I give Israel the high, the seeds, seeds of the highest quality. How then have you turned before me into alien vines? I was blown away. I knew I had to share with others what I've learned. White flour, white sugar, white rice has been bleached. And I had a little book called Wheat Germ, and there's a, a little Scottish singing in that book that said the Scottish used to say, the whiter the bread, the sooner you're dead. So I said, okay, I'm done. Got rid of that, and we never looked back. And it's been amazing. Uh, with me milling my fresh wheat, I now make pound cake using spelt and connect grain, all natural cream, all natural butter, and my pound cakes are delicious. I make waffles, and one, on this journey and trying different grains, my favorite grain is spelt. Spelt grain, spelt flour. Oh, I love it. And I did not realize how we got spelt back into society. Do you know the spelt grain was pretty much been out of society for years? When they excavated King Tuck's tomb, he was buried with all his possession grain was in there. And a farmer in Oklahoma, they gave the seed to a farmer in Oklahoma, and that's how we got back into our civilization and into our table. So spelt is one of my favorites, and the kumet is one of my favorites when I'm baking. And I love those grains, and I love cooking with them. And I do a lot of waffles for the kids. So family, we're going to show you when you do it. People who like to excuse me, bake, showing you how to bake with all natural whole grain wheat, your bread, the fiber that's in the wheat because, White bread has been stripped of the fiber, the wheat germ, and all we got is the endosperm, which is the white stuff. And as a kid, if mama didn't have any glue or paste, I would go into the kitchen, get some white flour, mix it with water, and I can make a paste that has something stick and harden up. So we're eating this white flour 
and it's gummy enough, it gets gummy and thick and gooey. And our digestive system don't recognize it, so it sits there. We're eating food that are recognized, and our belly gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because it's just sitting there. Then it becomes toxic, and then the toxin is flowing into our bloodstream, uh, into our body, and that's how we get sick. And we've had uh, Kelly Jefferson on. I'm doing colon cleansing, colonics. You know, we clean our house, we clean our heart, we wash our hair, we wash our car, but we don't wash the inside of us. So we, you know, we really talk about colonics and getting that stuff moving. And as a young girl, I used to suffer with acne so bad. And not knowing it was my diet, not knowing that my gut was toxic, and it wasn't until I had moved to Morrisville, North Carolina, I met a lady, African-American woman, who had um, her own colonics in her home that she used to do colonics for people, and that she had breast cancer. She didn't want to do the chemo treatment and stuff like that, so she started changing her diet and started doing colonics and flushing out her gut. And her cancer went away, went back to the diet, cancer came back, so she said, I'm done. So a friend of mine told me, she said, Marcia, this would be great for you to clean up your gut because it will clean up your skin. I had my first colonics done, and sure enough, my skin glowed. The acne were gone. I wish I had all the money I spent in doctors and over-the-counter stuff and applications that I put on my skin, knowing that my gut was toxic. And we're eating this white flour, white sugar, white rice, and it's toxic. And it's coming out on eczema and other parts of our body because our skin is the biggest pore. But once you clean the inside and put the fiber so our colon can move this junk out of the stomach and go through the rectum so it can be expelled, people can be healthy. And sometimes we got to give it some help because we've done some damage to it and, you know, we got to clean it. And I like to try to get a colonic done maybe twice or sometimes three times a year, just going, you know. Some, uh, Kelly was saying she has people that they have to, because they've eaten so wrong for so long and that stuff is hardening in there that it takes several times to go in there to flush that toxic of your body. Because if the toxin is still sitting there and then all of a sudden you start taking probiotics, it can't even reach the walls and the lining of your villolicos or the healthy, your gut to receive it because so much toxin is sitting there. So we educate about that, bring you into the people and the connection to learn how we can use food to clean our gut, um, to keep our bowels clean and keep it moving so we can be healthy and glowing. Our skin, we all want pretty skin, pretty hair, nails. I mean, hey, men, women, we all want it. We all want to look good. And this what we put inside of us that can affect how we look and how we feel. Sluggish, um, not having energy, arthritis, stomach pain, headaches, migraines. Migraines, many of this is related to diet. Brain fog, can't think, you know, Alzheimer's, um, dementia, all this stuff is food-related. 
we got to go back. And then on top of that, we have medication that we're taking that's also affecting our gut. So food is powerful in moving our bodies to be healthy. So this is what we're about. So we talked about canning. We talked about fermenting, where you can come in and be a consultant for fermenting food, which is all natural provided. And those who like to bake, um, wouldn't it be having great to go to a pizza restaurant and they have all whole wheat pizza dough with all natural organic fruits and vegetables? Hey, we would love to see one of those. I'm not big on pizza, but my grandkids is, and I cringe of them eating and wanting them pizza with the uh, white bread and all that other stuff. No, we want something that's natural. And see, and this is another thing, too. I see yesterday's kitchen for the day. It could be waking some people up to say, you know what? I want a business that teaches you or eating healthy food and how to prepare it. And that could be the pizzas and things like that. So this can be a way for someone wanting to learn. You're unemployed, don't have a job. You're already cooking. You want to cook and teach others how to do it. Become a part of Yesterday's Kitchen today and be our consultant for us and then earn an income and do what you love. If you love eating, let's go back to eating the right stuff. If you like cooking, let's learn how to cook it right so we can have a healthy mind and body. And not only that, we're teaching our children and our family to have a healthy mind and body by what we eat and how we prepare these foods for them to have in their body. So it's so important for us to do this. So we talked about the grain of wheat. Wheat is so important for us. That is one of the most stable food. And not only that, when we sell, uh, we also sell the food. And when we sell some of the grain and the food, we sell beans, we sell rice. We educate you about storing it long-term as well as short-term uh, in mail-our bags. Coming aboard, uh, being a part of a consultant, you'll learn so much, so much. Okay, so we talked about canning fermenting, um, grain of wheat, dairy, homemade dairy. Um, I use raw milk to make my kefir. We show people how to make yogurt, how to make ghee, how to make ice cream. So much things, taking them back to the basics. Uh, who don't love ice cream? Uh, ice cream is my favorite. I love ice cream. But I want to be able to do it. Uh, we're showing them how to use it um, with raw milk or goat milk. Now, I know some states have some laws and regulations about raw milk. We have Mike McAfee on for the Real Milk Institute and encouraging people. We talked about people uh, being encouraged to um, grow their own food. But Mike McAfee, if anyone thinking about becoming a farmer, uh, want to do raw milk uh, or make kefir uh, in California, I know it's really, really big. Uh, please contact him at therealmilk.com, um, and he will educate you about the licensing, how to set up, and how to get yourself going as a farmer, as a dairy farmer. Uh, some of those who want to know how to make uh, ice cream and stuff like that using real milk as opposed to pasteurized milk or homogenized milk, um, also make that connection because he can put you in connection with these farmers that are uh, quite a few farmers that are doing raw milk and goat milk. And one of the things um, I love is making um, butter, homemade butter. When I purchase my raw milk from my farmer, I let it sit, let the cream rise to the top, 
we scrape off the cream, put the um, the cream into uh, a butter churn, and make homemade butter, just like that. I mean, we have electric butter churn and we have hand butter churn. So that and that's another thing I wanted to point out is that yesterday's kitchen for today, we want to be able to teach people how to do things yesterday. So we just talked. I just mentioned the grain class, showing people how to make homemade bread just by kneading and mixing the bread yourself by hand or with a machine. We sell the Bosch mixers, showing you how to do it with that. So that's today's way or yesterday's way. So if you have no electricity or you just want to go back to the uh, go back to the old way of doing things, off the grid, no light, you know, some people are going off the grid and that's the way they want to live. And you got a lot of family people saying, okay, we're moving out into the country. We're going to grow our own food. Uh, we're going to do only solar power generators. We're going to be self-sufficient. And that seems to be very popular right now. People are really, really excited about doing that and want to know how to make homemade bread like their grandparents did by hand. Then you got some of the young women, um, like my daughters, they're definitely two-days women, so they want all the electric gadgets to make homemade bread. So you can get the same result whether it's yesterday's or today. In today's thing, we focus on more of the um, modern electric gadget that can get you the same result from canning, fermenting, um, milling fresh wheat into flour. you got a hand mill, electric mill. you got to uh, make hand, a bread by hand, or you can do the Bosch mixer or bread machine, the social bread machine, where it mixes and meats and you go to bed, have all the ingredients in the machine, and you wake up, you're waking up to the smell of fresh bread. So it's your choice. and But it's a choice you can make and teach your family how to be healthy and self-sufficient. So um, let's see. I talked about canning, fermenting, the grain of wheat, dairy. One of my favorites and my passion is the labor of love. The labor of love class, I want to be able to change how baby showers are done, and even wedding showers. I want to be able to know a lot of times that these um, baby showers and wedding showers, uh, we talk about sex toys, sex is good, and we buy buying little gadgets. But I think it would be fun to have these wedding parties or baby showers where we'll be showing families how to cook, the benefit of food, and how to prepare it, how to store it with the gadgets they're purchasing or getting for their wedding gifts and things like that. So with my labor of love class, which is for moms who are pregnant, thinking about being pregnant or have children and showing them how important it is to eat healthy for your pregnant, while you're pregnant, and while you're breastfeeding that baby. And once that baby's here, the food you're going to show, we're going to educate them on the equipment, the gadgets, the vitamins, the nutrients that's needed for preparing healthy strong, smart, peaceful babies that's not fussy. And food is so powerful, moms. I can't um, tell you. You know, they suggest um, that if you're planning on being pregnant, to be off birth control pills and medication, if you can, for at least about a year. Because what we put in our body affects the next generation. That wound mom that you carry that child in if it's toxic that toxic is going to go into that baby 
And not only that, I have to tell some of the young moms when I see them out in the street talking and eating hot Cheetos, can I share something with you? You know, you can't eat that kind of stuff. We need to be eating healthy food that's going to feed our baby's brain. And there's food we educate you about what to feed that baby while the brain is developing so that baby can be smart, calm, and have all everything that God has designed it for to have is a healthy life. And food is so empowerful and feeding that baby before it's in the womb, while it's in the womb. And not just the food you feed, it's the spiritual environment that you feed that child, put that child in. Because he can hear every word you're saying and what's being said from the outside. So that's why you hear those people get those little headphones for their bellies so their babies can be hear music or hear their parents' voice and hear something or pray for their children. Words are powerful, parents. I can't impeach kids. I mean, please guard your mouth and what you speak and say over your life the life of your children, the life of your uh, family, because words are seeds. And what you say can affect someone forever. The power of words. So being able to have a calm child, if mama's calm and daddy's calm, speaking life and speaking encouraging words to that baby in the womb and outside the womb, feeding that baby with healthy food, and showing moms, too, we show moms how to make their own baby formula, how to make their own baby food, the equipment and gadgets that's needed. So uh, anyone that want to be a consultant for uh, labor and love to help host baby showers, baby power up for, you know, um, for babies, educating new moms on how to prepare these foods and vitamins and nutrients that we need to feed our kids. And that's your passion. Join us. Sign up. Go to our website and sign up and say, hey, I want to be a labor of love consultant. Or I want to be a labor of love because I love baking um, bread and I want to learn how to milk fresh wheat into flour. I want to know what the equipment is needed to do this. Or I want to I remember my grandmother canning, so I want to learn how to can. But I know fermenting food is healthy, so I want to learn how to ferment food. So these are the different workshops. And you know what another thing can be good, too, is that maybe you want to learn how to do all of it and be a consultant for each one so that you're always hosting different parties, not just with canning or fermenting or grain, but each one if you want to sign on board to learn each one of these. And you can work from home, set your own hours, you have a catalog, you get a kit, and now we can do Zoom parties, and uh, we can host you, you know, do the education by Zoom and do the parties by Zoom. And your families and friends are doing this from their kitchen, and we're all having fun, learning, sharing, and benefiting each other in a healthy way. So we can be around a lot longer to enjoy each other as a family. So that, that is really, really important to me. So, again, we have the canning, the fermenting, the grain of wheat, the dairy, and the labor of love. Now, the next one is preparedness. The preparedness is have, have taught me a lot. Um, I met a lot of people who are preparedness that has uh, stored up food and put food away in case there's a war, 
natural disaster, civil unrest, they are prepared. And trust me, there are a lot of them out there. I had no clue about preppers or being a prepper until one of my first customers kept telling me, Marsha, you need to educate your people about doing this. Um, Letitia's been on my show. She's with Blossom. She's a vegetarian. She's a health coach, and she's helped a lot of people losing weight, uh, coming off their medication. And that's another thing, too. Um, you'll find changing your diet, learning how to prepare food and eat this way, you will lose weight, and many people will come off their medication. That's the health benefit because food can be your medicine. But several years back, Letitia called me and said, Marcia, there's a natural disaster training program uh, going at this church in Fayetteville, Georgia. You need to call because you always share with people on how to be prepared because um, I put a list together for each of the workshops. People will be getting that list on how to store food naturally I mean, for short-term, long-term, but prepared. So we're learning a lot to teach people our family members, our friends, our neighbors about the vitamins and nutrients that can help build up our immune system and how to put food away and be prepared because sometimes you're going to have extra grain, so we're going to show you how to store the grain. So that has been my mission. I was born in New Orleans but raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and when Katrina hit uh, August 25th, I think it was, 2005, and watching that from my home here in Atlanta, Georgia, just devastating, just blown away, never seeing anything like that. But many people knew a storm was coming, and they chose not to leave. And um, thank God, because I have a lot of relatives in New Orleans, but God fixed it that the week that Katrina hit, that uh, a lot of my family members weren't there. They were in uh, Philadelphia for a wedding. But watching that and reading the aftermath and people's testimonies and their struggles and watching their loved ones die and the fact of how devastating it was for them and being hungry and people dying, it just it bothered me that we need to be prepared. I, was, As I said, I was raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and now I'm currently living in Atlanta, Georgia. And one thing I have not stopped doing is carrying um, blanket in my car, got extra gasoline, uh, jumper cables, because in the winter, I didn't want to be stuck on the side of the road in the winter time, and it's cold, and no heat on no car. So I've always learned to be prepared and keep this extra stuff in my car, and I still do it today, and I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. And I want people to have that knowledge, because our ancestors and grandparents and great-grandparents had this knowledge that's wintertime. We need to chop the wood. We need to have the food put away. We need to have the kids' clothes made or get the house ready or get the field ready, get the animals ready, prepare. We've become so complacent because everything's so convenient. I truly believe that's going to change. This complacentness we've been doing that's kept us lazy, nonproductive, not wanting to do anything except because we can easily buy it, easily get to the store and get something. We want to be able to bring back those skills of how to be prepared. And when I called that church in Fayetteville to say, okay, 
I want to participate in your natural disaster training program. I want you guys to hear me clearly what they told me. She said, ma'am, three-day training, you can only attend one day. And I said, why is that? She said, because we are a closed pod. I had never heard the term closed pod. I said, excuse me, what did that mean? She said to me, a closed pod is that our church has trained with the Red Cross, FEMA, and um, CDC for two years. If there's a war, natural disaster, a civil unrest, we get the food and the supplies first. Okay, I said, help me with this picture. If I live down the street from you or and I see that this chaos is happening around us and I come to your facility because people are coming in and I'm thinking there may be a safe place for me to be, she says, you in unless we have space. But if there's no space, we would direct you to an open pod. And I said, where would an open pod be? She says, we don't know that until we know what the disaster area, but there's, they will have direction as to where an open pot would be. And CDC and FEMA and Red Cross will set up the open pot. So that means whatever trauma or drama that's going on, people have to make their way to an open pot. What I've learned from that since then is that you got private corporations, private citizens that have their groups and churches and organizations that are part of a closed pod. They have the suitcase pack. They have the destination in place of to where to go. They get the food. So if there's a chemical warfare going on and they release some chemical in the air, going to this closed pod, they will already have the medicine and shots they would need to dispense to counteract what was in the air. I share this out of every workshop I've done and continue to do and share this because many of us, like myself, was unaware of what's going on, just clueless, 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 clueless. And I share this. I'm at a church in Marietta sharing this information to the congregation. The pastor stopped me. He says, stop. Mystery, he asked me to stop, so I stopped. He goes to the back of the church. In his um, briefcase, he had written a book five years earlier. I think the book was called Time of Terror, where he said God showed him in a dream about people running, trying to get in churches, and the churches were locked, and people weren't letting them in different places, that there was a war, something going on in the United States. The book spooked me too bad, so bad that um, I didn't pick it up again. I was like, I can't read, I can't read this. I can't read this. this. That was really bothering me. So I have not picked the book up again. But I share this with many people to say our reality, as we know it, has been shaken. So stop watching these reality shows and get your house and your family in order. And I'm not a, let me tell y'all, I am not um, an alarmist. I'm not one to, what's it called, out here building up fear for someone. I'm not asking to be fearful. I'm asking to be acting with wisdom and then pray. 
pray and see if the Holy Spirit is guiding you to hear what I'm saying. And if what I'm seeing is, is reaching your soul or penetrating within you, take some action. I've learned in the last 14 years I'm willing to share. And I know many people don't have jobs, and we want people to have work, and we want people to be able to feed their family and be self-sufficient. And yesterday's kissing for the day, you know, we want to be like Mary Kay and Pampership. You know, with Mary Kay, you only selling makeup. You're only selling makeup, and that's good. Makeup is fine. Uh, I used to sell Mary Kay many years ago. and But with join us as yesterday's kitchen for the day, a, a company that's coming off the ground to educate, to meet the human needs, meet our human needs of food, water, so, um being able to come together, socializing, uh, meeting the needs of every human being by teaching them how to take care of themselves, how to feed themselves, how to be healthy, what to do, and make these connections to other farmers and people that we can get the food from. Build a work that you will be proud of. Be a part of a team that you can be proud of to say, I'm helping people to eat. I'm showing people how to eat healthy food. I'm teaching people how to be prepared. So with our preparedness, if you're just into being a preparedness and showing people how to store food and put it away, come on. We need to educate people how to cook that food, how to prepare it. And there's a lot of companies already selling prepackaged food. Um, And you can make your own prepackaged food. Um, I've done a preparedness class at the West End Library in Atlanta, Georgia. And so don't think it has to be very, very expensive because it don't have to be. And let me share what I did. I um, went to the dollar store, and I bought some beef jerky, some dried beef jerky. I bought uh, some pancake mix. I bought uh, some beans, rice some freeze-dried fruits and vegetables, some nuts. And we sh- and I showed them how we can put those things in mail-our bags and store them and prepare and how to eat healthy and how to have something to eat in case and how to store this away. So we learn families how to do this. And I'm, very, I'm a visual person, so I need to see other people doing it. Uh, YouTube is great, but for you to earn an income doing this, and being educated on how to do this and teach others to do it, I think is powerful. It's because when we teach others, and, you know, when I share things with people, I love to see their eyes light up when they get it. They get it. And what's really making me feel good now, because like I said, I started this journey 14 years ago, people are waking it up. And I don't know if it has to be with Donald Trump or what, but people are waking up. Or COVID-19, but people are waking up. And they want to store and prepare because I'm telling you, getting some of the equipment that I'm trying to sell and things like that has been very, very hard because the demand is high and the supply is low, mainly because of COVID-19 and because some of the stuff is coming from China. So, you know, we don't know if they're planning to shut down things coming from China or how that's going to work. But we do know that it's our job. It's important for us to learn how to take care of ourselves. 
All right. All right. We're going to come back. You're on the DR Network. This is Marcia Thaddison for your help. And I just want to, and you know, I just want to be able to share with us how to do this. But for years and years, this has really, really, really bothered me. And I didn't know how to do it. So now I'm trying to do it. Try to help us do it. Lift your hands in this atmosphere and say, I am grateful. For the that you have done. Look at him and tell him, Yes, I'm grateful.
All right. All right. You're back with the BR Network. This is your host, Marcia Patterson. Um, that we are in a situation, and yesterday's kitchen for today wants to be that answer for us to teach and educate the next generation and remind the older generation. So I'm inviting you to interested in owning your own business, setting your own hours, want to be able to be that one, to be in a business from the ground up, to educate, to learn, to eat healthy, and teach the next generation. Please join us. Uh, you can go to the website at www.yesterdayskitchen4today.com and sign up. Send me an email, or you can give us a call at 770-732-6124. It's so important that we as moms, dads, and new moms, I know a lot of new moms, um, they grew up in the microwave, uh, the millennium, they're used to eating fast food, out at, eating out all the time, and it's expensive because food is going up. And if you notice the grocery stores, the packages are getting smaller, but the prices are getting bigger. And so we want to be able to teach families how to make their own cereal, how to make their don't have to buy that, let go my ego. We can make your own waffles and be able to feed your children and store your how to store that stuff, make your own uh, raviolis, um, using making pastas, showing people how to cook their own beans, store the beans, and just be prepared. It's important for us, you know, as moms and dads and grandma is to be able to pass their skills up because our ancestors did it. But I'm encouraging people to um, take time to do their homework and know that we are in a season that we have to prepare. It's not every day as usual. And, you know, I don't know, maybe things will go back to usual and everybody go back to um shopping in the stores and spending money and doing like they normally do. But the malls are closing. We have a lot of malls that are closing up, a lot of stores. Uh, Lords and Taylors, uh, after 100 and some odd years of being in business, they're closing their stores. Um, We're seeing things we've never seen before, but it's our job to be prepared for these things that are happening. And as I said before, it's hard to get some even heirloom seeds and I'm encouraging you to buy seeds, if you um, to take a look at what we're doing and how to do that. You may have some skills, and we're inviting people who have these skills and you're out of work to be a part of our team to grow this business international because it's not just the United States. You see people in other parts of the world, Venezuela, other Africa, people are hungry, and being able to go back to these countries and these people and say, grow food from your own land, be able to use food for medicine because God is not a God that he wants us suffering. He's given us the wisdom, but it's us to be able to pass that wisdom on. And that's what yesterday's kitchen for today. Our company tagline is putting the power of good health back into the hands of the people. It's what we put in our hands. We in turn put internally in us, affect not just us, but the women, it affects the next generation. Because we feed the next generation by what we feed ourselves currently. So it's important. And these workshops that we put together, and I have done, and I've enjoyed doing them, and people always walk away saying, oh, my God, I've learned so much from these workshops. I'm learning how to eat. And it's funny because after I closed the store, because I wanted to focus more online, and I'm, trust me, 
I am not a, um, one of these people that's always online doing all these little fancy things with the computer. This has been a challenge, but I accept the challenge because I think it's important and knowing to do Zooms because I know some of the schools and the school, uh, teachers are challenging themselves and learn this new technology, okay, and train. And I'm learning new technology to educate and train uh, from a kitchen. You know, I prefer to be in someone's home with them, and we're sitting there making the bread together. But we can do Zoom parties, Facebook parties, and hopefully when the COVID-19 ends or if this ends or subsides, we'll be able to come back together because people like socializing. I love socializing. My cousin had a wedding um, this past Saturday, and we there was only 15 or 30, maybe 25 people there. It wasn't that many, and we was dissing ourselves, but people had their masks on. But it was great. It it just broke the monotony. It's just It was just a wonderful thing to be in um, an atmosphere of families and friends where we're celebrating, celebrating uh, a new life together, coming together, and that's important. And we do like to socialize, and we like human connection and being connected to people. You know, people can't even hug. You do the elbow thing. But we want to be able to show you that cleaning up your immune system, how to stay healthy, how to lose weight, all of this has to do with our diet. And being a part of this team that's going to go out and change one family at a time through Zoom party, home party, uh, Facebook parties, whatever we can do to get the message out and to educate people. And it becomes an income. You earn an income. You set your hours. You work from home. And you bring in families and friends because guess what? They're going to have to eat. That's one thing people always have to do is buy food. So being in a business where you know people are going to be in need of a product or thing you have, tennis shoes, you know, uh, when the economy gets back, nobody's going out there buying $300, $400 tennis shoes or buying some um, Gucci bag or coach bags. No. But you're always going to need food. So being a business where the next generation of people always need to learn how to eat healthy, prepare the meals, the equipment, make that efficient, showing them how to do this. We're going to always need this. We're going to always need those kind of teachers. And that's why the health coach industry is growing. People are becoming health coach to help train other people. Um, I, when I did a presentation, when I had my store in Noonan, Georgia, I did a presentation for the fire department and I did one for the police department. And that was my way of introducing my business and kind of getting to know my neighbors. When I did the one for the fire department, um, the gentlemen, they looked like they didn't even want me there. They kind of like had an attitude, kind of straight up like they didn't want me there. So as I'm getting ready to do the workshop for them, he comes in, real kind of rough looking and saying, okay, who told you to be here? So the gentleman that had invited me, and I'm like, okay, is it okay for me to be here? He said, yes. Okay, when set up, and I did it on fermented food. I did the workshop on fermented food. I lie to you not. They came in looking all hard and like they hated to be there or thinking I was going to pull their teeth out or something. But as I did the presentation, the ice melt. 
we would, they were sampling some of the food that I fermented stuff I had. They became so engaging, laughing. We had such a good time. Every last one of them was following me out to my car with a conversation, sharing information, and they apologized. They said, you know what? We did these workshops, and they're so boring. But all the years we've done this, this was so much fun, and we had, oh, my God, this was great. But there was one of them that was sitting there. His name was Richard. He was texting throughout the whole thing. So I kind of I ignored him, just didn't watch him. But come to find out, he was texting his wife saying, meet this lady at her store. Richard was on nine medication. He's lost all nine of his medication. He's now retired as a fireman, and he's gone to school and became a health coach and lost weight, and he wanted to share with others. And this is what it's about, because once you get it and it helps you, you can't keep it to yourself. And this is what this business is about. We've learned something. We gather information. We got the product. We got information to send you out. Jesus sent his once he poured into his disciples, he sent and you know, trying to do this just maybe on YouTube and other stuff. I don't feel that's the mission I'm called to do. I feel like yesterday's kitchen for day is one person at a time, family at a time. Send them out to teach others and earn an income. Mary Kay, Pamper Chef, all those home party business are making billions of dollars throughout the world because they're global. Yesterday's kitchen for today is going to be global, what we're teaching and educating throughout the world about food, the power of food, and the power of how it can be our medicine. And I want a team of people that come alongside us that have the passion to share, to care, and to be a part of changing people's lives one family at a time because if we can change our kids' diet to get them off of ADHD medication and Ritalin and depressed medication or psychiatric medication because food is powerful and we can take this journey together and you can earn an income. So for the month of September, We'll be on this journey to remind you to become a part of our team because we're going to need people. I don't have all the answers, but we want to pray for a team of people that have the passion to learn, to share, and to care because that's what we're about, putting the power of good health back into the hands of the people and making sure people can take care of themselves and their family. I don't care what happens, when it happens, or how it happens. We want to be able to be able to say, okay, we got you. We know how to feed you. We know how to take care of ourselves. And if your neighbor is stranded and alone or don't have anything, you say, here, I got something to share with you. So it's important for everyday people like myself and all of us is to take this to the next level and teach the next generation what our parents and our great-grandparents taught their children. So I'm inviting you guys to be a part of this because it's important. Um, I'd like to hear from you if you guys, someone's listening and you're interested in being, please give us a call. Um, As I said, we're a new business. We're starting up, and we want a team of people that support people eating healthy and being educated on the danger of this processed food, genetic modified food, and what it's doing to us and our children. 
So I think it's, it's, it's important for us to have this and know what to do and how to take care of it. So, you know, be with us and join us. And, like, again, my website is www.yesterdays, with an S, kitchen, the number four, today.com. All right, we'll be right back on the D-Hour Network. This is Marsha Patterson. I'm your host. Yeah, okay, you know, you guys. My testimony, everybody, how God favored me in spite of my enemies. And if God did it for me, he'll do the same thing for you. Don't worry about your haters. Your haters can't do nothing with you. Listen to these words. Love is patient, caring. Love is kind. Love is felt most when it's genuine. I had my share of love abuse, manipulated, and its strength misuse. And I can't help but to give God glory. When I think about my story, oh yeah, y'all. I got a story to tell. And I know you favored me because my enemies, they did try, but they couldn't triumph over me. Yes, they did try, but it didn't work. I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm still blessed. On my way to my destiny. Because the favor of God is on my life. Let me tell you about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is felt most when it's genuine. I had a whole lot of people in my life who abused my love. They manipulated it and took the strength of it and tried to misuse it. But I can't help but to give God glory today when I think about all I've been through. That I still came out on the winning side. I don't know about you, but I know that he favored me. Because my enemies, mm, they did try. Sing it, y'all. But they couldn't triumph over me. Because great is he that is in me than he that's in the world. That's what they did. That's what they did. They told a whole lot of lies. But God favored me. My character. My integrity. But it would not fall. Would not bend. Won't compromise. God favored me. I spoke life. 
and prosperity. I even spoke health. He favored me. They whispered about me. They conspired against me. They told a whole lot of lies on me. But God favored me. My character. My faith in God. He favored me. It will not fall. Not going to bend. Won't compromise. I seek prosperity. And I seek help. Okay, we're, we're back on the D-Hour Network. This is Marsha Patterson. I'm trying to play another song, but I don't know what's just happening here. I guess I'm on to. Okay, I just want to remind you, listening audience, you are on the D-Hour Network. Uh, for your help, Blog Talk Radio, Marsha Patterson. Also, if you notice, under the, um, the show, I have some links, information about CDC um, symptoms and testing for COVID-19. Uh, my, uh, my website is also underneath here, and then I also have a contact. So just go to my contact page, just click on the link that's underneath the show, and you'll be able to reach me. My Facebook page, uh, please take take time to check out my Facebook page because I have great information from my previous shows, uh, information that I think is very important about our food, um, vaccination shots, um, you know, this COVID-19 and this vaccination shot that's coming out. I'm sorry, this is my stand, my personal stand, and you guys go with whatever your conviction and your heart leads you to do. I've never done the shoot flu shots and none of that other stuff. Um, that's just me. Uh, but um, you make the decision on what's best for you and your family. But also you can see um, previous links on my Facebook page about vaccination shots so you can make a decision that what's best for you. And also you can see... Um, here some previous blog talk information, uh, information on genetic modified food, um, what's out there, what's happening with our food, because it's so important. You know, as I said before earlier, I was blind like many of us. We just, I went on the shelf and just bought it. I didn't buy too much box stuff back then. I just, you know, that with the um, that macaroni and cheese, I used to buy that when I make my own. You know, I stopped buying that and started making my own. 
I don't do too many canned stuff. Um, I just don't buy stuff in cans. So, but that's me. You got to pick out what's best for you. And we want to show families how to prepare and eat healthy. Also, I mentioned uh, talking about people, uh, the clothes pot. I forgot to share a story with you. I went to get my car service out in Lithia Springs and was talking with a lady who owned the car repair place. And her and I got to talk. Her name was Miss Debbie Smith. And um, I told her what I do and what I was trying to do with my business. And she invited me to her um, church uh, facility. They have uh, um, that her church prepare people for food, natural disaster, and things like that. She's a Mormon. And she takes me out to Tucker, Georgia, and this facility was I was just amazed and how they can dry stuff up for their parishioners and different parishioners would come bust in from different locations into the Georgia area to provide food at a really economic cost to parishioners and their people to make sure that people can eat during any storm or whatever they're going through. So People are out there doing this. They're taking care of their families. They're preparing food. They're storing up things. And not only are they storing up food, but they're also storing up weapons. So, but, you know, I'm not on that journey uh, about storing up the weapons. I'm on this journey to make sure that we have the knowledge and the skills to grow our own food, to be prepared, to take care of healthy foods for the next generation. And not only that, maybe share this food with your neighbors, your friends, your family member, elderly, or a, um, a single mom who has kids who, you know, who just don't have the money or the time to do this. And we want to be able to show families how to do this and make it economically easy for them. So, you know, it's important that we do this. And I just want to know if we have a team of people who's interested in being a part of us to do this and to join us because it is so important for us to do this. So um, if you're listening and if you have a comment or if, um, you have any questions, you can email us. And my email is at info at yesterdayskitchen, the number four, dot com. Yesterday's Kitchen for Today dot com, and or, or you can call at seven seven zero seven three two six one two four if you have any questions regarding um, the business, any questions about anything I shared with you about food. You've heard Dr. Carter on here, and he talks about the Mediterranean diet, and we use a lot of these healthy diets: um, the GAP diet, the Mediterranean diet, um, uh, so many of these diets to implement healthy eating for the whole family. So we want people to be healthy and be able to have food and not just to the point that you're hoarding and um, not looking out for your uh, your neighbors because, and I know, you know, join the church, or, you know, getting church members together or family members together where you guys are saving together where uh, you purchase large quantity of food, a bushel baskets of something and share the bushel basket with a cousin, family member, sister, or neighbor and start a canning party. And we can do these Zoom parties where we're showing you how to get, excuse me, how to get the stuff in large quantity. Then do a Zoom party where we're showing you how to can it, ferment it, and put it away. So that's important for me to be able to share the skills with you or what I've learned, and I enjoy doing it. And as I say, I'm really, really, really surprised that it's like God is opening up the um, 
lift the veil off our eyes and opening our ears. And people are wanting to know how to do this. And they're seeing this to say, okay, I think I need to know this. And their ears are open to hear uh, suggestions and how to do this. So I think this is important season and time um, in the United States and uh, across the world because people are hungry and they are in need of food. So, again, I want to thank you for listening and taking out time of your day. And please uh, post this and share this on Facebook. Uh, Share this with your families and friends, those who may be interested in um, canning or doing a Zoom party. And um, we're going to work this together and be able to teach the next generation how to eat and how to take care of themselves because that's important to me. So I just want to thank you for For your health program is brought to you by Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. We're here to put the power of good health back into the people's hands. Our home party business brings the skills of cooking healthy meals back into our homes. Come, learn firsthand with family and friends the nature of how to go back to canning, fermenting, milling fresh grain into flour to make mm, homemade bread and so much more. We're here to remind the previous generation and to teach the new generation how to use the tools of yesterday and today to make food our medicine. Go to our website and sign up to host a home party, Zoom party, Facebook party, and get a free host gift valued from $20 to $75. Help your family and friends become a part of the real food movement to better health. Join us at www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday.com. All right, dear everyone, I want to thank you for listening to our show and share with us, share with your families and friends and let them know about our show and send them the link so they can check us out because it's important for us to be ready and to teach the next generation on how to take care of themselves. We have to be prepared physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And, you know, having people not knowing how to care for themselves, I think we can't leave our kids defenseless and leave our All right, you guys, be blessed, be safe, and have a wonderful week. And we have a safe Labor Day, too.
You work to me when so 